she usually does um like every night but well today huh we're probably live now <laughs> welcome to the dope and tape show <laughs> <laughs> so um we have justin here he's a fire pump guy um he has an awesome instagram uh, hilarious reels on Instagram, like this voiceovers. And it's uh, Atlantic, Atlantic underscore fire underscore controls. Is is his uh, Instagram? It's great. It really is great. That does look nice. Most of my videos are not invisible, so you know. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. No, I'm on a laptop. I might have to switch to my phone. Start video camera. I might work on fire pump controllers, but technology gets the better of me. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, we're here. So do you have your low voltage as well? What's that? Do you have your low voltage? I mean, high voltage um, license for... Uh, for fire alarm controllers or no I, I don't work on fire alarms for in any way like i'll but land no, them and stuff if they get pulled in there but like the controllers because that's um that's high voltage right yeah typically 208 volt 480 volt oh that's the big you have stuff. To have a license to handle that uh we have to have a license to do install on that um but we do not do install on any uh you know three phase uh, controllers or anything. Okay. I gotcha. So it's just, um, no. Ooh, it's 74. just, if you, 74 sorry. what? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just sent, uh, I just told the discord we're live and there's 74 people in there now. So we gained five, we gained five oh, people man. since, uh, last Thursday. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Oh, and that's BC, awesome. the, and BC, the sprink, uh, he got the duffel bag. He's got his what? he's got his cowgirl boots in there with the duffel bag. Look at him go. The duffel bag Ooh. is A1, boys. That's I need legit. A, now I need to order one. Now I got I the hat. I got the fitted hat with the green underside. I need All a right. travel Justin one. Justin is having some video difficulties. But he's here. He's here. He's here. He's, I'm he's here. here. And I think I'm going to switch over to my phone here, guys. Switch okay. to the phone. Switch to the phone. Everybody, thank you for joining us. How do we sound? How do we look? Been having a hell of a week. We're busy. Uh, we're busy up in Boston. It's uh, we're slammed. It's good, but it's uh, a lot of yeah. running around. You know, new job starting. Other jobs. Oh, he's trying to join again. Oh, we're gonna have two of you. Whoa! All right, sick. <laughs> What's up? Sarah's been making fun of me all week because when we first met, 
I was like, I'm never going to be a desk guy. I'm always going to have a wrench in my hands. hands. Oh, you're echoing, Justin. You got to turn one of them off. Bam. Oh, boom. There you go. Got him. Yeah, I was like, I'm always going to have a wrench in my hand. So then she came in here with her cell phone recording me. She's like, look at him now. He's got two monitors and a desk. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin, he's made it. Welcome, Justin. What's up, boys? So you have made a lot of people's days with your uh, reels and stories on on Instagram with your voiceovers. I have personally like started like dying laughing, like yeah, <laughs> talking same. about the likewise the shitty fire pumps. <laughs> the, the dry humor well, is great. Every time you see a fire pump, you think of me and you think of something funny and witty to say uh, to that fire pump room. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan. So where where are you uh, located? Where are you from? I'm Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I'm born in eastern North Carolina towards the coast. If uh, anybody knows where Greenville, North Carolina is, yeah. uh, ECU Pirates. Um, but there's not a whole lot there, so I moved away to Charlotte as soon as I could at 18 and uh, went to NASCAR Technical Institute originally, graduated there. Then went for mechanical engineering at uh, UNC Charlotte, and then got into doing this. You went As, to NASCAR uh, school? I went to NASCAR school, man. Holy That's what I wanted shit! To do. Can you um? T- can you turn your phone? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be the bottom. NASCAR school, dude. Yeah, so that is that's, sick. That's cool. Better? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Awesome. But there's obviously a big difference from fire pumps and nascar so when did it change and then what made you change uh well what made me change was that i couldn't get a job in nascar um so i had a buddy at the time that was working for joe gibbs racing i'd been there for a few years uh could not get me a job doing anything uh this was like 2009 when i graduated from there so you know uh, a bit of a recession at the time so uh yeah. sorry i uh, went back to school for mechanical engineering I uh, was working uh, actually at a restaurant at the time and uh, ended up just applying to a bunch of places and uh, got into to, uh, the Aurora Fire Pump Rep for the Carolinas and uh, East Tennessee. So I worked there for a few years and then uh, started my own thing six years ago. So I've been doing it 10 years now. Oh, good Ooh. for you. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Thanks. I, I love so... it. It's, uh, it's a cool little niche that... When you tell somebody you work on fire pumps, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? <laughs> and so you, fire. You, you work for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Me and uh, my partner. And then my wife does uh, billing and paperwork and everything. Dude, that's super cool. Wow. Was the it dream. hard to make that leap? Um, Not especially. So, you know, I... I was working as the the sales guy for the Aurora rep in the area, and I still have a very good relationship with those dudes. So, um, you know, I talked to them at the time saying, hey, this is the direction I want to go. I want to go more service oriented, startups, commissioning, uh, working on pumps and everything. And uh, they were pretty supportive of it. So we've, you know, I was doing a startup for them earlier today. So it uh, it really went pretty smooth. That's awesome, dude. I love it. Happy for you. Yeah, my company, they have a certain like relationship like that with a with a sub that we use. We use them a lot. And he was friends, and they 
were co-workers with a lot of the guys who worked there now at a previous company. Dropping and links. they just keep using them and it, they're good friends and it, it works. Yeah. Was that a pump guy or just a sprinkler guy? He does. He does pumps. He does sprinkler. I think he kind of does everything and he has a crew. Um, but I'm not really sure like all he does. I think he, it's just mainly fire, uh, fire sprinkler. Yeah. Well, I know. I've, I've but like he'll, he'll repack a pump, before. you know, so. Sure. Chad and yeah. Tommy holding it down in the chat room. Yo, what up? Yeah, so I mean, it's not much. You know, uh, are you familiar with Big Kev? Yeah, I know Big Kev. Him? I know Big yeah, Kev. Yeah, so, you know, he recently started his company. He made that leap kind of like you did a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. uh, he's loving it. Yeah. Loving it. it. It's great. He's he's reached out to me about a couple things, and I've, I've met him through you know, uh, the blue collar Bobby, uh, Instagram page. So kudos to you there, Bobby. But, Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird to meet somebody in Connecticut doing the same thing through Instagram. You know, it's, it's pretty neat, but he's reached out a few times about some stuff and, you know, hopefully I've been a good resource to him and, uh, he can be one for me as well. Yeah. He's been great. Yeah, we, we, uh, you know, we wanted to do create a community, um and so we can help everybody out kind of like like uh you and kev and and then you know you found him through bobby and stuff and and i called big kev today for a question that i had about a fire pump and i'll ask it again today and um instagram seemed to be the best the best way like we tried to get on like linkedin is weird and then yeah. facebook has all the old you know guys and <laughs> you can't get on a sprinkler Right. On a sprinkler form or sprinkler page on, on Facebook because everybody's jerks. You know, it's not like Dude, our dope and tape Discord. I just joined Facebook like a month ago just so I could get on Marketplace because there there was no reason for me to want to be on it prior to getting on Marketplace. So like that's it. Marketplace is great. Besides people asking, is it available? Yeah, is this available? Will you right. take fifty bucks for it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. if they just say, is this available? I usually put, uh, you know, if it's on here, it's available. And if you say, is this available? I'm blocking you. I'm blocking yeah. you just for asking that question. Yeah. Because yeah. they're yes. just saying, right? Right. Yeah. Why not, just, why not just respond, I'll take it? You know? Yeah. Boom. I'll take it. That's it. That's oh, all Kev's need. here. He's been great. What's up, Much Kev? appreciation to him. What up, Kev? We got Vincent. Congratulations on the business. Good evening, fellas. I have a vertical Aurora pump to rebuild soon. Very nice. Chandler, yo, what up? Jeremy, what up? up? Foreman Teague. Everybody's here. We're a few minutes late. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I think um I mean I, I think the vertical pumps are my least favorite for sure. Like I I, pre I prefer, you know, horizontal split case. Yeah, yeah, I, too. I, I mean, even you know, vertical inlines have their their place, a, a, a low flow, low pressure uh, situation. But from a maintenance standpoint, yeah, you're right. Like they just sit there and they're rotting because that water is coming out of the packing gland and just sitting there all the time. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't love them, and they're just tough to work on if you need to take them completely apart. You have to pull a motor apart, you know. Is this couch still available? <laughs> what up, is Sneed? What? Sneed said, is this couch still yeah. available? Please don't I, block me. I still have a... Uh, still, I just got my stickers today. So so the kids didn't get them. I, uh, I put on there as a request for FedEx to hold it. 
So I had to go to the FedEx place and sign for it. So the kids didn't get them. Yeah, the little brat kids will grab packages and stuff. What do they do with it? I, I think they just hope it's like an iPhone or something. They're just hogging our stickers? No, just whatever they can get their hands on. And then they're they're gone, all across they're the job be, Better be sticking them somewhere, you little bastards. You have your name on your cup case, you forget so. it? Put it everywhere, huh? Is your name on your cup case, you forget it? <laughs> I was just fucking with you. It was that was a gift, yeah. So I actually found one of my long lost cups today in the garage. My fucking is that work, a, on my workbench I've been trying to clean off. Is that a Tiffany blue one behind you? Yeah, you like that one? This is one I adopted from the wife. She moved on. Limited edition Tiffany That's it. That's my baby blue. Did, has your wife gotten a big huge Stanley yeah. cup yet? Yes. Uh, Oh yeah, we got that all yours has. We have some. We have a whole fucking. We have a whole. Uh, the thing is giant. She'll get in there. She'll hold it like this, and she'll get in my jeep. And it's got like, the stainless straw, bro. And then hit stuff. Like, what are you yeah. doing, man? Well, she's banging it into shit. Oh, my wife doesn't have the one with uh-huh. the handle. She, she does. Got, so she has one. Sarah's too. got the handle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ginormous one, and it's cream. And she says it. Yeah. Just oh, golly, man. Ding. Something is a weapon. Just clock you with that thing if you act up. <laughs> I'm sure there's scratches on my Jeep from her just getting in and out of it. You ordered some swag, Jeremy? Awesome. See, I ordered a bunch of... I ended up getting, like, trucker hats. Like, I got... As soon as the... You know, I ordered... I ordered, obviously ordered merch for myself, but then I didn't realize that they have the actual snapback that I usually wear. I like them both, but Do I They like have dad hats? Yeah, there's baseball caps. Like the like the soft one, you know, like the Irish. Oh, one? I get that. Well, I think it's like like the little I think Irish it's cap. Called like a no, no. It's like a no. dad cap kind of thing. It's soft. Dad what, what's not like? What is it? What's an Irish cap? Uh, an yeah. Irish cap. So let me see. Off the fucking off. I but if I screen share, I can't show it. Remember I did this last time? I tried to screen share and it like it fucked everything up. These people can't see it. You guys can't see it. It's like this guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. That's a baseball hat. Yeah, that's a baseball cap. Yeah. You're talking like a Peaky Blinders kind of hat there, Bobby. Irish hat. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. oh. you, you, you put the razor blade at the... Like this the, guy. Yeah. Just typed in Irish yeah. hat. Yeah. They got those. You can get that yeah, one. tape, I think. Paperboy yeah, hat? Do that. Yeah, everybody's got different names for hats. What the fuck's a paperboy hat? Paperboy hat. So why is that a dad hat? Now I'm confused. That's just a baseball. That's just like a baseball cap. Paperboy hat? Let me look at this. I think it's like a... Yeah, oh, it's yeah. like a dad hat. No, not quite a paperboy. Paperboy's got like a little floof. Hmm. Who knew? Newsboy hat. There's like a, a burgundy <laughs> red color on the website and it looks awesome like chris uh from fire sprinkler podcast his wife got the uh, like a burgundy red one and then and then um oh chad just got one yeah chad got one as well i like that red too i, I say we should this true just to be exclusively hat talk from here on out yeah what is it yeah I was gonna post a picture of uh, Chris's wife. She'd like that's a good like model for our hat for our shirts. 
Yeah, I need to ask him if I can put it on my. <laughs> we post your wife as the sp- as the model, <laughs> the, la- the lady model. <laughs> you know that doesn't sound that doesn't sound oh, great. Shit. But... In our shirt, I got my trucker hat and stickers in the mail yesterday. Let's go. How do you like them? Send me a picture. Oh shit, I was missing a little bit of uh, YouTube here. Got my dope and tape merch today. I got my trucker hat and stickers in the mail yesterday. She's a rocket in it too. Oh, Chris is here. <laughs> what up, Chris? She's a rocket in it too. Chris's wife, very beautiful. All right. So, what do we um? What do you got going on today? Tomorrow? This week? Yeah. Fire pumps. Let's talk it. Yeah, so uh, fire pumps, I do a lot of traveling, uh, a lot of driving. Um, so yesterday I was in Knoxville, Tennessee for a startup. Holy shit. Uh, which is like four and a half hours from home. And then today yeah. I was in Savannah, Georgia, which is the complete opposite direction. Also like four hours from home. Uh, so two startups there. And then the uh, controller repair had to replace some battery chargers in a panel. And uh, then I got... Start up tomorrow, start up Thursday, and a service call on a little engine on Friday. Dude, you're all over the place. That's awesome. What are you it's driving? Wild. Dude, I, I, I listen to so many audiobooks while driving. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I was doing that yeah. too. Listening to what uh, are you in a audible. truck or a van? Like what truck. what did you go with? Truck? truck. With a uh with a camper show? No, so my my previous three trucks I've done a camper show on. Um, and I get, I got tired of like crawling inside of the camper shell, you know, like on my hands and knees. So, uh, this one, I just had one of those backflip, uh, tonneau covers, you know, and that, that's worked really well. I mean, I use it every single day, so it, 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 it seals nicely. So I like it. What do you think about the diamondback things hard? It's like, uh, yeah. you know, come up. I mean, it's, it's a cool looking piece, you know, but I don't know, like, how do you get out of the front? Yeah. She's, she says, share away. Share away. Awesome. She's a gem. Is Burgundy red really brings out my eyes. Well, yeah, let's see you tomorrow, Chad. Tag me. <laughs> That's awesome. Should, should, That's be, so cool. should be flying in a small private plane. Yeah, that is a long trip, and you got to make sure you have everything with you, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I have thought about trying to do the plane thing. So, in fact, the uh, the Fairbanks Morris rep, it, it, he's 81 or 82 years old, um, but he's been doing this, as you would imagine, forever. And he has two uh, single-engine aircraft that he used to fly all over the Carolinas doing startups like that. So, a uh, pretty neat thing, but that's that's a bit more money than... Uh, when you get the maintenance and stuff, too, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you kind of be flying it. You can't really carry a lot of tools and shit in a uh, single engine aircraft. So how many no. hours? And then once you get schooling. there, you have to transport it too. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta get like a rent a car, Uber or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds uh, like you need a helicopter. And bro, if you had a, if <laughs> you had a, headache, if you had a headache and you got in that single engine plane, and it's just like ah, the whole time there, jeez. That would suck. We have a small yeah. airport near us in Fitchburg, and I'm on a very tall hill, and the planes, like, I feel like they're low when they come over us. They're taking off, and they're always coming this way, and, like, you can see them and hear them. 
It's always like that little plane. Right in front of me, um, they have the the C one thirties, and I think it's like the C fives, the big cargo uh, Yeah. Air Force jet, uh, planes, and it flies right over my apartment, and they are super low. I want to see those foam systems where those They're planes ginormous. hang out. Big pump rooms in there. Oh, so I'll tell you after the show, but yeah, All right. yeah, they're just I like that. massive. I want to remember that. Talk about after the show. Massive. I just don't know how much I can get into it. Right now, it's not a good time. So, The new job that I'm at is, uh, it's big. It's pretty extravagant in an active hospital passing over an active roadway on what we call in Boston Methadone Mile. hmm. It's like all, it's like surrounded by crackheads everywhere. And they're like in the Dunkin' So Donuts, they they're just in kind the Dunkin' of Donuts put line. it in one spot. What? The crackheads? They just kind of like put them in one like street. No, well, there's just so many methadone clinics in this area that like they just, that's like, that's where they're at, man. Oh, because that's where their pills are. And like that's where the hospital is and, and then they're like in line with you at Dunkies, like just fucking holding up the line. Look, I I know it's a great thing, and I'm not gonna say anything about it, but like. Um, Rain, snow, whatever. Well, I guess not snow, but down in uh, St. Petersburg, downtown St. Petersburg, the Starbucks will let the homeless in there. What to sleep And when they'll it's cold? kind of. No, I think. Well, I don't think it's ever cold there, Yeah, I mean, really. it's cold now, right? Yeah, but uh, but they'll go in there and then I think they'll give them like, like uh, coffee or something, you know, water, coffee, whatever, kind of just, you know, have somewhere to sit and, you know, just be friendly, Gotta like give him a water. Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah, but when you go in there, I walked in there and I was like, I didn't know they were in there because I was down there for a meeting. I took a deep breath, like, you know, I love coffee. You have a freaking coffee company, you know? And I take a deep breath and I'm like, I almost gagged, dude. I was like, whoa, what is that? I was like, that's That's not not, coffee. that's not what I expected at all. That's Don't L.A. get me wrong. I love what they're doing. It's just, you know, I'm not saying anything negative about it. I'm just saying that I was not expecting that. Yeah, it's pretty rough when you overpower the scent of coffee, though, you know? Yeah, that's So, what so, I was expecting. A what Starbucks, days? you What know? days are you normally making videos, Justin? Like, what compels you to make a video? Because I don't, you're not posting them every day. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, when I don't do it, like today, it's usually because I'm too embarrassed to be shooting it in front of, like, other people that are standing there. Because, you know, there's always people witnessing the uh, the test That's or my whatever. problem. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Bobby's always putting stuff out there. No, no shame in your game there. Everyone knows Um, I'm recording, man. yeah. But no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not to that point yet. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, it's definitely in the with the older demographic of people, older demographic of men. Um, you know, they don't really want you to be filming them and shit. Yeah. Yeah, and that's my problem. What the My fuck position. are you filming? I'm, I'm walking with project managers. I'm walking with GCs. I'm walking with building owners. I'm walking with you know for inspections Hey for guys. projects for. <laughs> All that stuff Come and take just a video of us. just take a video of myself and everything. They'll just tell me to get lost, you know, get out of here, kid. Well, and, We don't and want your so influencer much of it, stuff in here. so much of what I do, like in terms of startups and everything, it's it's kind of repetitive in terms of like a you know a fifteen hundred GPM pump. I do those all the time. Um, so there's only so many videos I can make of those where they're at all interesting, you know. So typically, I try to do if it's uh, something unusual or extremely fucked up. 
uh, or just <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty special looking, you know? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. It's a good answer. Good on That's Dunkin' it. Donuts for the humanity. What's something rough that you've seen, like a rough fire pump that you've seen recently? Like you walk in the room, you're like, ooh. Well, let's, what about a startup? Have you ever had like a bad startup? Like this is just going wrong. Yeah, Jeremy says testing pumps is nerve wracking. Yeah, can certainly <laughs> be nerve wracking. Uh, startups, yeah, man, they're they can be a real shit show. Um, I I feel like we've we've done a pretty good job in the last ten years or so of training a lot of the local sprinkler guys as to what we're looking for when we come into a pump room, um, what we're expecting, um, what we're expecting from the electricians, from from the sprinkler guys, uh, everybody like that. But I mean, even today I, I showed up and I mean, it's minor shit, but uh, like there was no case and relief valve installed on the horizontal split case pump. Uh, they had like three bolts loose on the OS and Y. So as soon as I put water on the fucking thing, it's just spraying all over the room. Um, I, I don't know if you guys are running into this, but uh, we're having shortages of, of half inch brass down here. So sensing lines, a lot of guys are sweating copper that have no business to be sweating copper, you know? So uh -oh. I, I, I put water on the sensing line and there's like four or five leaks at uh, different They're not fittings. testing before you come out? That yeah. is my biggest worry is looking like an idiot in front of you guys. I it's, would never invite you until I'm tested. <laughs> they These guys, they push, push, push so hard to get something done that, you know, they might be hydroing the system like the same time that I'm doing the pump test, you know. And yeah, the GC's probably pushing over. Just got power on. It's, it's, it's crazy. And my schedule is most of my my stress comes from scheduling because people are always canceling last minute you know 48 hours they're like hey we're not going to have power like well shit you're not supposed to call me until you have power until you have water right so your bypasses or uh your backflow has been certified all that shit's been done um but instead these guys just push to to try to get their tcos and as a result uh i get to be a little flexible you know right yeah, that makes sense. That's absolutely. So I have a question. Um, let's say that a company wants to get their inspectors to do fire pumps, but without like hiring someone that already knows how to do fire pumps, what should that company do? Would you have uh, any recommendations? Yeah. So, I mean, a good one, particularly near you, Brian, um, is SPP has a fantastic training facility um, and Will's lacrosse. Uh, I've heard you talk about him before, but he does their their training seminar down there. Um, so if you go down, Will's will talk to you about how to you know rebuild pumps or whatever. He also goes through and flow tests their pumps. So they have, um, I know they've got a diesel and a vertical inline. I think they've got a horizontal split case too um like 500 750 gpm pumps but to show you what to look for what readings you have to take uh and then they have different types of controllers as well to be able to you know show you some things so that's a good resource but you know, a, a big part of it is just getting out there and uh you know learning with somebody that's that's what i did was i was just you know with my now current uh business partner you know, just riding in the the van with him at the time, uh, every single day, watching what he does, and you know, picking up on little little tricks, and then eventually telling him what he's doing wrong. Yeah, that's how I started as well. Um, you know, just 
learning from someone. Now Patterson Pump has a, like a training class. I think it's like two days, yeah. but they only have. I want to say it's like a 1500 GPM electric pump that yeah. you do a day in classroom. The second day you go out there, you, you do a test on the pump, you come back in and they, you kind of do tests, question answers and stuff. And then you, um, you're on your way. Yeah. So, I mean, the good thing is like Wills, if, if you've ever talked to Wills, he, he will answer any question and elaborate and he'll be like, well, actually, Brian, I had a, a pump in 1974 that I was working on that, you know, did this kind of thing. Um, so if you get him going and ask him a question about something, he will, <laughs> he's not going to shy away from, you know, telling you what you need to know, you know. We got to get him on the yeah. show. Yeah, I need to call him. I keep forgetting to call him. Well, we got a first time chatter. He's got a random question. <laughs> Have any of you ever been given a wedgie? <laughs> if, fuck, if so but Jeremy says there's no lack of half inch brass he's in Canada and they get it from uh, they get it from the United States whoa you gotta watch that sparky so maybe it's just the suppliers over there in North Carolina no inspectors yeah, till I'm tight yeah I do a pretest. Well, the GCs nowadays want to be involved with the hydro and I do a hydro by myself before I do the hydro with them yeah. And then I invite you guys. Well, I would appreciate that. But no, I mean, it's, no, there's so many different things that we run into as startups. Um, when when I first started, it, it seemed like every startup, it would take three or four trips to, to finally get everything done, uh, get it so the fire marshal, the insurance company's happy with everything. Uh, and then, of course, the, the pump guy as well. But um Electricians are a, a huge, huge problem with it. Um, I don't know about everywhere, but at least here, like, you know, most electricians are more along the lines of wire coolers than they are, you know, actual electricians. So they don't know how to wire a motor up. Um, they they may have a, a Y start delta run controller that needs six wires and they've only pulled three and then they insist that their plans only show three and you know, well, it's not going to fucking run with three wires. Um, and, you know, the one today, uh, they didn't have a generator, um, which they are supposed to have down there in Savannah. So we're going to have to go back out there once they get their generator in August to commission again. So it's it's always something interesting. Yeah, I had to plan mine along with the generator to make sure the generator was going to be up and running so then we could have... It's a big process. You got to make sure you have all your uh, T's crossed yeah. before before you call in the big dogs. Kev said he got a pro press for sensing lines up to 175, and anything over is threaded brass. But in Connecticut, all you see is sweated copper. Yeah. And so most everything that we've got here is uh, is half inch brass. But uh, you know, I have seen a couple guys going to pro press, um, and that's. <laughs> That's what I recommended to the gentleman today that had the leaks in the sensing line. I said, hey, you might want to look at getting a, a ProPress tool. You know, it might, it might help you out. <laughs> <laughs> Just nicely. Yeah. Hey, fucking you know, leaky. Everything, Chris says, everything's leaking but the hangers. I love that one. Everything's leaking but the hangers. Joe had a 2500 GPM pump arc flash on him at the airport hangar. Wow, that's not... That doesn't sound like a fun day. Yeah. 
Well, how about like that first? You had that first fire up. Anything ever just blow apart? What's that? Have you ever been at a at a job where you did like your your first startup, um, and and something just blows apart? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, from an electrical standpoint, um, you know where we make up our connections. It's in, called the pecker head of the motor, um, and basically you're connecting the the wires from the controller to the windings of the motor. And if you're not using a uh, Polaris lug, you have to use like a split bolt, and you have to wrap it with rubber tape and then electrical tape. Well, if they don't use enough rubber tape uh, the, as an insulation, then you run the potential of it just shorting directly to the case of the motor. So what happens is you press the go button and you blow a hole in the side of the pecker head um, and sparks go flying everywhere. It's, it's always a fun, exciting time. So that's happened many times. Um, I had a 10 inch check valve um, and we were flowing like either 2,500 or 3,750 at the time. So a hundred or 150%. And the gasket and the check valve just fucking gave out and just started blowing water all in the fucking pump room. So that was, that was a lively experience. Bunch of fat electricians running off the ladders, trying to get down. All that's happening. <laughs> Man. Well, luckily I've never had uh knock on wood, never had an arc flash uh, like that gentleman did. And so that's scary shit, but what's up, Eric? It is scary, man. I just, I was at a, a freezer warehouse uh, years ago, and there's a problem with the fire alarm. Um, well, the fire pump controller, fire troll was out there, and I was there as the representative for the company who subbed out fire troll, right? And he's doing his thing and stuff, and I'm on the like the opposite side of the room, but I'm like a little bit to the right of the fire alarm panel and the door's open and he's like, let's just see how it is. And he flipped it on and just boom, just blew up. Yeah. I was like, dude, <laughs> was, was that van by chance? Uh, man, I don't remember. It was a long white hair. <laughs> no, he's like a chubby military guy recently with, you know, uh, out of the service kind of guy. Yeah. That's not him then. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you know, a lot of our fire pump controllers, electric fire pump controllers are fed directly off of a transformer. Um, you are allowed to put a disconnect between the transformer and the fire pump controller, but they have to be sized uh, for lock root or current, uh, which typically means that it's going to be a gigantic fucking breaker that's super expensive, so no one wants to put them in. So as a result, you know, when we uh, have a, a faulty controller, we got to troubleshoot it. We're doing it with it, you know, live, like like you saw with uh, with the door open. So, you know, it's it's something that is certainly dangerous. And, you know, I've, I've had shit pop in front of me before. Um, yeah. But, uh, just something you have to be aware of. You know, you got to know where it's going to be hot, where it's not, what what to do, what you can't do. Careful with your fingers. Don't just be sticking them anywhere. Yeah. I thank God that NFPA changed the code a few years ago about putting hands in a live controller during flow testing. Yeah. No. Yeah, so what he's talking about there is, you know, old fire pump controllers that did not have a digital display that would indicate voltage and amperage. You know, we would have to go in with our meter. We put an amp clamp on the leads while we're doing the flow test, and we would measure amperage down there. 
and we've got our voltmeter, you know, with the probes sticking onto the contactor to see what voltage it is. With the safety um, squints? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I still do that um, unless it's like a real sketchy something, you know, like if it's a 1970-something controller, I'm probably not going to do it. Um, but if it's if it looks decent, you know, um, I'll probably still take the the reading so I know, you know, the the health of the motor, the integrity of the insulation, that kind of thing. But new controllers all have that on the display anyway, so you don't really have to worry so about it. So much info on that display. Not for me, crazy from Wayne. Yeah, it is crazy. Well so when you're doing just is there like quick math you do uh when you're blowing the fire pump like if you're like okay it passed it, it failed yeah yeah so i mean uh when when i get there i do all my my checks and everything this is for like commissioning so i'll go through and do the alignment put my gauges on certified gauges and do all the the pre-checks and stuff then just look at a nameplate you know let's say it's a 1500 at 90 which is what a lot of these warehouses are um so uh, as I'm flowing 1500 GPM, I just, you know, take my readings. And I just look to see, Hey, uh, we're doing 96 PSI net right now. Um, and a lot of times I'll just do that for the fire marshal. If, if they're not, a lot of fire marshals are kind of intimidated by fire pumps. They don't really know what's going on. Okay. So I just show them, Hey, look, this is what we're doing. We are currently right out there flowing 1500 gallons per minute. You can see on these two gauges, we're producing a net pressure of X and uh, we're doing this RPM and everything just to try to help, you know, teach them a little bit. So they're more comfortable. Um, but yeah, I, I, I usually try to have a good idea of what the, the pumps doing uh, performance wise as we're going. Um, right. And generally on, on a new one, if it's failing, it's because I pulled rocks or some shit into it, which is unfortunately pretty common. Or just don't have enough water supply to begin with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let me ask you this. So if there's a fire pump, it's failed for the past three years. Well, last year's a, there's a green tag on there, but I wouldn't count that. Um, uh, we had a suction is low. So it, it starts, it just, you turn it on, goes negative 20, right? Um, I had a sub come out and then this was emergency call and all that and i just couldn't get out there and sub was out uh pretty close by so he went out there did investigation for all the control valves and everything um said it's fine the on the same road there's an identical building on the other side that also has a fire pump that pump passed yeah so do you think there's could be something wrong with the fire pump no i, I think there's probably a street valve that's closed in between uh, you know, your other building and then the building that you're having the, the, the suction pressure issue with. Or even partially. Um, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, in, in, in downtown Charlotte in particular, we have a lot of older valves that might be left-hand, uh, threads versus right-hand threads. And then newer ones will be right-hand. So you'll have an out-of-town contractor come in and they'll think that they're opening a valve wide open. And in fact, they're shutting down, you know, several buildings worth of fucking water, you know? Oof. So it's, it's, uh, it's always a crapshoot. 
Controllers uh, per uh, area. What yeah. is everyone seeing? Upstate New York, almost all fire troll. We're using a lot of fire troll in mass. Yes, yeah, so I guess I, I see a lot of fire troll. I'm uh, I'm terrible at my job, I guess, but uh, we're the Tornet Tech controller reps for the Carolinas, Virginia, and Georgia. So we are mainly uh, Tornet Tech. Uh, there is fire troll uh, in in Georgia in particular. There's a shitload of for sure. Um, AIC is the the rep down there for fire troll, and they're fantastic. Um, we all get along pretty well, so uh, it, it it helps. But yeah, a, a lot of what we see is is uh, Tornatech, uh, the existing base of controllers. We have a lot of old Jocelyn Clark controllers, Sylvania, same thing, uh, Eaton, Cutler Hammer, Metrons. But yeah, a lot of Tornatech today. Yeah. Saw a similar you, situation um, at a casino in Washington. Tenant's check valve failed at 250, 2500 in the pump room. Heart stopping. Yeah. yeah. Connecticut used to be fire troll, but everything now is Tornatech. Whoo. Switching hmm. it over. That's from Big Kev. Yeah. There you go, baby. You ever had a blowout? Or um, my gas like gets blown out? gaskets or like let's say you turn it on and there might be a manifold in a loop or something like that and it blew out when you turn the pump on yeah so we uh the city of charleston south carolina has incredibly poor water um they you know i'm sure like boston claim that they still have wooden mains and parts of uh the little island or whatever down there um so they will have like static pressure, like 30 PSI. So every, every fucking building in downtown Charleston has a little 500, 750 GPM fire pump. Um, but when you get into like a hospital or something there, they'll do a vertical turbine, like uh, Bobby's old patty that he had there. Um, so <laughs> yeah. they, they, they do a vertical turbine. And we, we had one that was like an existing system with a new vertical turbine and the old system maintained like 160, 170 PSI. Well, the new pump churned at 280. <clears throat> so quite a quite a big jump in, in pressure there. So when we fired it up for the first time, you could watch the discharge piping because it's all, you know, just sitting there basically. You could watch it pick up four or five inches, everything downstream right. of the check valve just moving up. Mm. Um, so, Pretty scary shit, and then uh, or unnerving to watch for sure. And then <laughs> doing the uh, the actual flow test, just fucking Vix. The rubber was like blowing out of them and shit. So it was uh, it was eventful. That's fucking cool. Jeez. I've had a manifold blowout on me, and then uh, the technicians that were in there. There was two uh, sprinkler guys. They were basically because it was. Um, there was a big fire pump, diesel fire pump that was um, providing water flow for that water pressure, that uh, manifold. They were in a room. There was like a one big manifold, and it was all galvanized. And then there was about four, I want to say, um, maybe three-inch dry, uh, dry systems in there. Manifold blew out. And then um, because it was, it was not a flange, but it was just a you know a groove coupling blew out, and they got swept out of the room. Yeah, like on their backs, on top of water. That's fucking scary. That was crazy to see. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. Hey. Milwaukee Fuel Brushless for the win. Hell yeah, Matt. George, <laughs> what up? <laughs> so, Play- Brian, I saw one of your videos um, where you're you're doing a pump test like I do a lot of times where you're just shooting it straight off the header with uh, you were using play pipes at the time. Um, I've had twice now where I was doing a commissioning on a new fire pump. I like putting the nozzles on there. It looks fun. It honestly yeah. doesn't damage the, uh, the, the soil as much because it's not concentrated. It's just, you know, spraying out everywhere. Right. So I'm, right. I'm a proponent of it, but, uh, I was doing one and they didn't tighten the hose valves up all the way. So I've got a 45 on there and then the nozzle and then, you know, the, the torque from it when I'm going 150% just unscrews the whole fucking hose valve and blows it off. So I'm in there taking my readings at 150% and then all of a sudden you can hear it go so much further uh, out on the curve and people are like running, screaming and shit. (laughs) Yeah, tighten your hose valves, guys. What the fuck? I was at I was at a college. Uh, this is I think I told this story before um, at one point, but I was with my father, and I don't remember if I don't know if you ever seen them, but a long time ago they had it was Flow Monster, Flow Buster. They had the big cage, and then you stack it, and it's a big cage. Well, we started opening. The you know supply to the hoses and then this cage went airborne, flying like fifteen feet in the air, just hovering with water just shooting out, and then nice. it, it started to come over. And the the uh, engineer for the college that was with us was freaking out because it kept going. Like once it went airborne, it went like almost like onto yeah. a <laughs> uh, what was it? A generator. It, <laughs> <clears throat> and I was yelling at my dad, shut it off! Shut it off! It's like one of those things at the car dealerships, like the blow-up thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pipe expansion. Just learned about that in J&A school. Bobby, my coworker, loves you. What's your coworker's name? I might just love him, too. Probably Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> What's Sneed? Sneed's over in Messenger now? Andy's over here. I only see Messenger because I'm on Facebook right now. I usually don't see those Messenger Sneed. We had 20 viewers on YouTube for a screens, bit. So I could see the, I you got see the, the comments. So you got everything going? Now. You got YouTube open and Twitch and Facebook? I have YouTube. And I got, got YouTube open. And they got Google in oh, case something rogue anything. comes up. Oh, yeah. Tristan, that's my guy. I'll be chatting with Tristan all the time. He played some Counter-Strike for a bit. I don't play video games much anymore. So how do you like the movement uh, with the dope and tape and having a community? It sounds like you met a lot of people through it. Yeah, no, it's it's great to have a, a community um, share war stories with and compare uh, some of the the bullshit we run into and you know be aware of. So like uh, particularly like with controller guys, it's it's good to to bounce things off one another. Um, like if we're seeing a, a failure with a certain breaker or something like that um, consistently or a coil, you know, good to, to be able to share that information. Um, and then likewise with, with pumps, if we're seeing something. So like one thing that I'll, uh, you know, kind of add is that on, on new installations, a lot of times where we have an air release valve. So back in the day, they were a blue round uh, valve that would go on top of the fire pump. And now they're a red square top valve. It's much smaller. Um, and they're a piece of shit. So like 
probably <laughs> four out of every five fails. Um, and it's just a little fucking ball in there that is supposed to close up over a hole to, you know, once air pressure or air is out of it, water pushes it up and it seals, right? It's pretty simple, but they don't work very well. So um, yeah. those, I, I always recommend to you guys, like, always pipe those to the, the like the packing drain, or if you want to run it all the way to the floor drain, um, just it, it's a good little uh, uh, thing you got going so we can all share things that we've learned and right. you know, camaraderie. You know? I love it. Yeah, I, that's what we want, you know, because where we live, it's a close knit family. Yes. But then, but then what, what's going on around the world? You know, like, right. like without us being here talking about fire protection, and then I ask you, with all your vast experience in, in fire pumps, like what's new, what's coming out? What are some of the things you're excited about? Like no you, one else. What do you hate? What do you think that we this? should be installing a little bit differently? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Cause I'm building these yeah. fucking things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so a, a lot of times when, well, the first thing I do when I walk into a pump room is I look at the piping arrangement. Um, and sprinkler guys, like I said, are usually way better than the electricians are. We still run across <laughs> some guys that it might be their first fucking fire pump that they've put in and it's, you know, just garbage. But, um, you know, I, I always look to make sure we've got an OSNY before the fire pump. Uh, we've got the pump, then we've got a eccentric reducer or, or a concentric reducer stepping up. Um, you don't have a concentric on the suction side because that can create an air bubble. And we've got a check valve, test header, control valve. People all fuck that up all the time where they'll put the test header on the system side of the control valve. So they'll come out of the pump, go to a check valve, control valve, and then test header. So now when I test the fire pump, I'm testing with it as part of the entire system. When the, the way NFPA draws it out is they want it to be able to completely isolate from anything going on in your system. If you've got some fucking relief valve that's blowing off the entire test, it's gonna influence our pump test results, right? So, you know, always check for that. Um, uh, orifice unions, a lot of guys fuck that up and don't put orifice unions in there or they'll put them too close together. Um, so for, if you guys don't know, basically on the sensing line, uh, it's gotta go between the check valve and the control valve, uh, discharge control valve. And it's got to be either copper, brass, or stainless, and it has to have two orifice unions. So you can either have orifice unions or orifice check valves, and it's just a three thirty seconds fucking hole in a union, um, just to prevent water hammer and, and that kind of thing. Right. Well said. And they're going to be at least five feet apart. At least five feet apart, exactly. <clears throat> so what do you think about? That's good info right goes, there. Suction, fire pump, discharge. Uh, master uh, pressure reducing valve and then test header. Yeah. So the way I like to do a pressure reducing valve is with two test headers. Um, and what I mean by that is not two separate test headers, but two separate lines going to the test header. So mm. one in which we are uh, pump, check valve, test header, then pressure reducing valve, then another uh, a T going up to the test header again, and then your control valve going to the system. So that way I'm able to flow before the pressure reducing valve and be able to get my readings and know that that reducing valve is not uh, influencing my flow in any way. And then likewise, to be able to set it properly, 
um, I can shut that uh, that butterfly valve, open the one downstream of the reducing valve, and be able to flow through the reducing valve and you know set it to one seventy five or whatever you guys want it set at. Love it. I'm right, right there with you. Well, hey, engineers, listen up. Listen up. That that's great. Yeah, the, Man, the big job awesome. that we just did, the test header, uh, it, everything tied into the test header. So you could test both of the master yeah. the high zone, the low zone uh, from the fire pump room. And they all just went out to the same location, but it was like a test header that ran through the whole building. You could just dump whatever you wanted into this thing. Yeah. Uh, it was great. There's a lot of extra schedule 48-inch, but once we were testing, it was it was well worth it. It, it is, and, and for, for testing, like if you don't, you, you're you're putting temporary fucking Siamese connections in places. You know, it's it's a real pain in the ass. So right. Anyone use the new HydroTap Riptide yet? They have me intrigued. They currently use little hose monsters. That's like the new hose monster competition, right? I've seen them pictures of them, um, but I haven't used them. I haven't even seen them. I I use little hose monsters. Little hose monsters too. Yeah. Expensive. You taught Tristan everything you know, everything he knows about hanging and banging. Let's hanging go. All right, mister. Even come back to the sprinkler life. This community is rad. Plugging tradesmen together from all over the world. Dope and tape. Let's go. That's Chad. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Chad. Appreciate Legit, you. All, like, all over the world now. We got a, like, a pretty good group in the United States and Canada, but we're kind of stretching out to like all other countries. It's fucking awesome. If everybody See, follows, in Brazil, follow the code, uh, everything's the same all around the world. If everybody follows the same code and we all take pride in it, you could really go anywhere and it should be the same. Yeah, at least, well, at least in the United some States. Some places, like I was talking to the guy from Croatia, the Croatian fire alarm guy, and yep. he said that like they will follow code, but no one enforces it afterwards. Hmm. So I just like the equipment rots, but it's technically there. And oh, so they don't like, test oh, it. They don't good. test it after. I'm sure they put it in, test it, but then like four years later, there's no one doing annual inspections, you know, oh. or the next year. Yeah, I mean that's and then that's, like, that's like Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, right there. It put <laughs> in, that's it. <laughs> just yeah, sits there. That's another part that we have to kind of add to the movement is getting the fire department involved. I've been seeing more and more fire watches now. I just had to do another one in Newton Wellesley, and uh, I need a fire. I need a fireman with me on scene to just drain one zone. And uh, I want to. I'm intrigued at getting them and getting them in the conversation and teaching them when you show up to an emergency and you shut all the valves in the building, just fucking open a couple drains too. Yeah. Because when Boston froze, uh, I was basically just like following the firemen around. They'd beat me there, and they'd just fucking shut everything, and they'd go to the next one. And so these these mm -hmm. lovely ladies in the first floor unit of this four story building had the break, and the firemen were very nice at shutting off the control valve. But now the whole entire building leaked into these ladies' apartment, where he could have got, we wow. should have been able to get like 50% of the water out of the drain if we just opened it. Yeah. So there's some uh, there's some teaching that we can do helping with the firemen because they don't you know they're they know how to put the fire out and, and vent the building and fucking rescue people they're not there like studying sprinklers necessarily yeah, right. Right. They yeah, don't know. Exactly. we uh we had a, a facility where you know it was like a 1500 gpm pump all esfr in a like tire storage um and uh it was in service for like six months somebody with a forklift knocks off the fucking head 
And the fire department gets there and instead of valving off like the individual systems, they just shut the fucking backflow off. Um, <laughs> and in doing so, they never turn the fire pump off, which is sitting there running. So the whole time this pump doesn't have any water going to it, it's getting progressively hotter, hotter, hotter. Eventually it just welds itself, you know, to a locked position and goes locked through current and trips. So yeah, it, a, a lot of the fire department guys need a little bit of training. So there's some that are fantastic and super eager to learn. So anything we can do to help. Shut the pump off, baby. Yeah. Shut the pump. Is there a fire pump? Shut it off. Yeah. Oh, is, it, is there an emergency? Leave it on. If there's no emergency and there's a flood, shut it off. Shut the valves. Hit the drain. Yeah. Building codes will vary greatly depending on geographical setting. It's very true, Sneed. So they don't know how to follow plans? Can't be the engineering's fault. I've seen galvanized <laughs> Sketch 40. Not to mention it was painted with a good-sized pinhole just the other day. I think we... Gotta start installing air releases on all systems. Install air release at the highest point on the system. All it takes is three quarter MT outlet. You wanna do air releases on all systems? You think the air gets getting locked in there is making pinholes? Some guys talk about this a lot. The air that's get trapped in a wet system. Right? If you got a fully tight system and you go and you fill it up. There's got to be air trapped in there at the end of the lines. Yeah, right. Air release. You need one at the end of every every line, Chandler. This has been a great show. A lot of fire pumps. Yeah, a lot of info. Who's coming on next? Great info. What day is it? We got Doug next. We got Doug on on Thursday. Yeah, I think everybody who's watched this electrician episode needs Spocky. to send it to a. Oh shit. We got a Spocky yeah. coming on on uh, Thursday. I take back everything I said about electricians. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. He's all right. He can, great, he can fight the fire. Episode. Everybody send this episode to an engineer that you that you know. Yeah, share it. Hit the like button if you're still here. We appreciate yeah. you. If you want to share Subscribe. it, share it. If you want to come on the show, hit me up. We'll put you on. We're... Hey, and, and someone followed me. I was at 999 before we came on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did a little post last night. What? Let's, uh yeah, yeah I, Atlantic I underscore fire underscore controls, right? You hear all the info this guy was just putting out? People were like taking, they had to be taking notes to put all that info down. Yeah, it's on my, so I'm Atlanta Fire Protection on Instagram. It's on my Instagram. Go follow him. AARV is coming soon to the new installs. Good talk tonight. Thanks, Sneed. Thank just you so one much. one for flushing each floor. Bleeding line. And these guys want to do some bleeding lines. We really appreciate you guys for watching, whether you're watching us live or watching the replay. I uploaded the last uh, few episodes to Spotify before the show, episode 50 with Brian's dad and 49 with Chris. Uh, I think I'll get 51 on there. What is this? This is episode 52? This is episode 52. 52. Fucking crazy. This shit's flying we got to figure out who we're going to have for 100. I think 100 we should just have like, like six people on here. Just a fucking <laughs> see how many people we can get in it. Let's see how many. Yeah. What's the max people you can have on a Zoom? That's what we should do. Try to get a hundred people in this bitch. See who can hear talk. I'll just mute everybody. One person from I'll, each country. I'll talk them. over all you some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> mute. I didn't yeah, use the sound the soundboard much. At, at... When we get to a hundred, man, was... it's crazy to see where we'll be at. You know. Four months in.
episode 52. We appreciate you guys, every one of you. What's that? How long have we been doing this? How, how many are you doing in a week? Two, Two. a week. Two? Okay. Two. Tuesdays We did and Thursdays. three in the beginning, but it was hard. Yeah. Really hard. We were, yeah, definitely. We couldn't do it. Well, cause we had, what, what was it, back-to-back? It was like, wasn't it like yeah. Monday, Tuesday, back-to-back? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, well, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot, man. I'll shotgun in the mute for a hundredth. <laughs> Post it to the gram. Share us to the Facebook. Follow us on uh, on TikTok, LinkedIn. Get on the Discord page. Don't forget about the Discord. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to Twitch if you'd rather. We're everywhere. Hit us up. Hit DMs. If you got any fire pump questions, you got the guys for it right here. Hit them up. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you for being here. 